So, in the share this week as well, we're going to take a break from the heavier topics we're learning currently in Kail, Hechzerv, and Heaven which are topics that uh, Rabbi Shukhan himself has been giving many shiurim on. And uh, we're going to speak about a more interesting topic that I ran into, which, uh, may, which may serve as uh, perhaps a break. You get to hear about something else, think about something else. Um, before I get to that, I just want to mention that in the last few days, I uh, started recording some uh, material that relates to the subjects that's being, that are being learned in Kailo. Started uh, recording some audio from home. Uh, the idea being that uh, not everything can be a share. We don't want to corral you and make you listen to 20 shiurim, but perhaps there is a chaymer that you may find of interest, that you, might, you may find of assistance. So that's the idea. I started with something that's in uh, Ebenezer Simmenta Zion, which we're supposedly holding at according to the schedule, even if all of you, most of you, all of you are not actually there yet. Um, but uh, interesting halachic topics, some interesting history. In fact, it even overlapped a bit with, uh, just a bit with what Rabbi Shechel was talking about yesterday. And the Mirza Shem, we're going to upload it to the Kailos channel, and you can listen to it at your own leisure. And hopefully that will be a good aschala, and uh, we'll continue uh, posting stuff like that on topics relating to what we're learning, or even more general subjects, if there are particular things that you're interested in hearing discussed, you're welcome to let me know. People watching this are also welcome to submit their uh, suggestions. Adkan. So in this top, in this year, I want to talk about an interesting halachic and historic topic. And that is the response to, in halacha to the question that arose uh, in response to the, there was uh, in the 1760s, there was a crisis in terms of the believers in Shabzai Tzvi. And the Shaila was, once these people were identified, once this issue had been raised, what happens with people who were seifrim, what happens with the things that they uh, created? Now the question you might have before we get to that question is, why did they suddenly wake up about the question of uh, the adherence of Shabzai Tzvi at such a late date? In the 1760s, Shabtai Tzvi himself had passed, uh, died almost 100 years earlier in 1676. And the answer to that is that it is, it is known, to those who know, that even in the period after Shabtai Tzvi, there were still many ma'aminim, many adherents. And as the scholars and the experts write on the topic, there really is a range, there's a spectrum. There were some who just believe generally in the highlights, some general points. Uh, and then, and among those, you could find Mamesh, Mitzvah, and even more than that, uh, and that leads to the issue where you find sometimes that Chashavah uh, Sefer from the 1600s uh, has something suspect as a line or a paragraph in there that looks a little suspicious, and there isn't one consistent uh, attitude that we have towards those Svarim. It's uh, more complex than that. So you have that, and then you have the more extreme radical uh, believers, and those are usually uh, those people are usually easier to uh, just consider as uh, Rishayim, etc. So this was going on throughout this time. What happened around now? What happened now was that Dafka in Poland there was the big explosion surrounding Yaakov Jacob Frank, Jacob Frank, the Frankistan. 
where they took the Muna and Shabtai Tzvi to a whole new level. They were accused of being over and a lot of major, major Averis, so they brought that whole thing back, Lavdafka, that had been going on for most of the believers in the middle, but they really took it to a very, very extreme, very, very insane degree. That created a huge tumult overnight, and the Rabbanim were machrim them, and then it ended up leading to a famous debate between the Rabbanim and the Frankistan in Poland, and We'll just mention, we know that there's some connection with, uh, with the Baal Shem Tev to these events as well, to this debate. And in the end, they all ended up uh, they all converted to Christianity in Poland. There still were pockets of believers left in Moravia, and Prague, places like that. So we're not getting into this in detail, but it's just important to know the basic outline as background. So this was a big tumult at the time. So all of a sudden, it seems like until then, the Itaka didn't care so much. People weren't looking around with a magnifying glass. What does this person believe? What does that person believe? That's the indication we get from the fact that there wasn't uh, much of that kind of activity going on in Poland in these places during this time and all this farm that were printed, etc., etc. But Dafka, uh, and we might even see an indication of this in the source we're about to discuss, but after this uh, Frankistan parsha blew up, so now all of a sudden there was this huge campaign to, to track them down, to identify them, to throw them out, huge awareness, and now all of a sudden everyone's part of the fight. Now, why is this interesting? Well, it's obviously interesting in its own right. Um, perhaps there are those that might want to draw some parallel to this day and age. I'm not going to go anywhere near that. I'm not going to touch that. But I'll just say, generally speaking, that... Today, if you look at Klal Yisrael, there is a big division among different segments of Frum Yidin. And often you find that one group feels that the other group believes in something that's uh, Nishpaseder, or even the opposite. One group feels that the other group doesn't believe in the thing that you're supposed to believe in. So there's a lot of division, even when it comes to Mamash Yisraelis or Amuna, between people who are otherwise Yireim uh, and So perhaps you can see a general uh, parallel to some of the points that are raised in this discussion. At any rate, we see that this was not a big issue, they weren't tracking them down, until this thing blew up, the scandal blew up, and there were a lot of you know, Mamash Arias uh, accusations, and all of a sudden we see that there's this question that I came across, and as we'll see, he's not the only mucker, there are other Makaitis as well, all around the same time. So the mucker that I came across uh, that I happened to stumble upon is in the Shalos Shuvas Rabbeinu Chaim Koyen. Now, who's Rabbeinu Chaim Koyen? So, Rav Chaim Koyen Rappaport was born in 1699 in Poland. He was a Shishiva in Poland, Lithuania of the time. Uh, in 1740, he became the 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 Rosh Hashiva the Rosh Hashiva in Lvov, and at some point, he became some kind of the Rav HaKoyl of Galicia. He had the title of Av based in the Komodina Rusia, which is an interesting title. I've come across it before. At any rate, he was uh, one of the great Gedel and Paiskim of his generation. He's also noted for his battle against the Frankistan Taka. And uh, Fidek Rebbe says, Maisis about him being connected to the Baal Shem Tev, and perhaps even in this context, and uh, his chuvas were printed much later. His chuvas were printed for the first time. He passed away in 1771. So that's around the same time as the Magid's uh, passing. Uh, so overlapping with the Washington and the Magid. And his chuvas were printed much later in 1866 by a descendant.
So in Shut Rabbeinu Chaim Kayan Chelak Yeridea Simenun Hay, we find the following Shail that was written to him by Tzvi Hirsch of Podites, which is also a city in Poland. He writes, he addresses it to Arav Agoin, Agodlam, Mefursim, etc., of Chaim Kayan. And he says, I'd rather, I would love to write a greater length, but uh, we don't have enough time to, he doesn't have enough time to explain the whole, uh, today's soul, the whole scandal that's taking place right now in his city. So he's asking Badar Akhtsara, and the question is, that here in our city there was a Sefer Stam who wrote many Sifri Torah and many Tefillin Le'ein Misper, countless. And all this time, Tamid Ha'am Ranimachov, Shahumi Kat Hamishugoim, Harishoim, Hamaminim, the Mashiach Shatz, Shem Rashoim Yirkov, Fituma Bekas Vailadrakiya. So there was always this suspicion. And yet he adds, the less man the Khoshle Bionum Katmainim Ashali Noida Masayam, Vle Nishma Rayam Malalayam. And nobody cared about it back in the day when no one really understood why it's so bad. In other words, before the specific things the Frankisten were accused of doing came to the forefront. Without even speaking to him directly, now all of a sudden our whole view, our whole attitude has been transformed. And Stama Frankist, is a, his shittas are completely minus. Right? So it seems like until now, Lav Dafka, anything new occurred with this person. It's not that he went and did something now that got people talking. But because all of a sudden there's this whole tras going on with uh, his fellow believers, perhaps, these Frankistin, so all of a sudden they're all added to looking at it completely differently, and now all of a sudden they're being chayshish, lamafreya, as we shall see, going back many years. And it sounds like that even though... The Lushen uses about even the etzim belief from Aminim and Mashiach Shatz is very harsh, but it sounds like that that alone wouldn't have been enough, uh, even now, to go after him. It's because that has now become associated with all the horrors of the Frankistin, and now it's been determined. So, otherwise, that wasn't the case. So, this is all very interesting to observe, to be Medayakin. So now the Khshash was that everything he wrote, all Dibri Kedusha, require, and it's missing a word, Te'inan. Te'inan what? Te'inan Srefa. Where it says, Sefetayra Shekosvay Apikaitis, or Shekosvay Min, Yisaref. So this is literally a, a classic case, textbook case. Here's the Sefetayra Shekosvay Min. At the very least, if you're not going to burn it, if we're not going to go that far, at least Geniza should be asked to use the Sifra Torah anymore, being Biyachit, being Bitzibur. He says, now you can't say, now there's really this discussion in Shulchan Aruch, and you had a Deyesim and Aleph about a Sheikhet. A Sheikhet who was discovered not to know what a Sheikhet is supposed to know, or even a Sheikhet who, what's a Kishmat? So he says, you can't, the Shoyal, Tzvi Hirsha says, you can't just rely on the Paiskim. The here to the Shach that says that a Sheikh that was Nishtamid, any Choshed the Mafreya, Shimshacha, this is the Shach quotes from the Bishoyesa, from the Bedek Abayas, from the Orchis Chaim, Shem the Tisefta, that Shimshacha the Niker, Racher Hamer, Boise Yoim, a Kol Koshi. He could literally Shach in the morning, Shmad in the afternoon, and we say, okay, from now on he's no good, but uh, the flesh from this morning is fine. 
So you can't just take that and apply that here and say, okay, look, you're good to go. You know, going to want to be concerned from now on? He says, no. He says, here, it's mamish like the mikveh, shenimdad venimtsachaser. There's this mosque where you find the mikveh and you measure it and you see that it doesn't have the shear. Uh, so we say that people that toveled in it previously are still tummy. And he says, can you do a beminus, hahu? That particular minus, Shatava Makulkul, could be he's alluding to Arias, uh, So the Yitzhar also works incrementally. It doesn't happen out of the blue. It must have been a buildup over time. So when you see the mikveh now, you assume the Mafreyas. When you see this Shatitzvinik, uh, you have to also assume that it's been building up over a long time. Now, the, this idea is stated clearly in the Prima Gadam. The Prima Gadam, though, was printed. After this chuva was written, this chuva is from, uh, I believe, Tafkuf of Aleph, so that's 1761. Pirma Gadam was printed 10 years later, 1771. Pirma Gadam on the Shach there and says, They're matrum afreya. But the Taz and Simon Kufiyates and the Tvu is sure and Simon Alf and Simon Beis hold that he's also the Mafreya. And he writes, the Adam Rasha Domi Lamikva, the Yetzir Hara Bayer Maat Maat Yuin Sham. Seems to be coming from the Tvu is sure. Tvu is sure writes this. And the Prima Gadam writes, the Fizi Yishla Hachum B'Deraisa, the Kalim maybe not. So this Rav is also making the same statement that you have to look at it like a Mikva Maat Maat. Then he adds, By the way, we also have Adam Kshayim that stated clearly that they heard this cipher state divri minus. All of a sudden, he throws in this additional uh, factor, this additional detail. Now, it's not fully clear what they heard and when they heard it. Did they hear that stam that he's saying, "I believe in shots," and at this point now, that's considered to be outright minus. The chayre, not so much more like that. One would assume, based on the context that we've seen, that must have been something worse in line with what was going on at the time. So why is he bringing it though as as some kind of additional point? And from, certainly from the tshuva, as we'll see, the, the Meshav of Chaim Khan certainly seems to understand that it must have happened fairly recently. So that could be one reason why it's because his main question was about Lemafreya. And the fact that he said something clearly now doesn't strengthen really the Shail of Mafreya. The Shail of Mafreya is regardless. Um, but also it could be that on the other hand, what he said, well, Taka wasn't as bad as when he said, at Stam Machshav to Machshav as Min. You know, if he had said completely outrageous things, then I don't know if he would, they would have written as Zeis Vaidacheres. Anyway, you know, you have to read a little bit between the lines here. So. Shail says, so what's the Zalachic, uh, that's part of his Zalachic uh, consideration. He has a little bit more. What's wrong to be Machmer? Aye, what about the Sefer Torah? What about the covenant? Could you be Machmer? Uh, the Cheshben of the Sefer Torah? The Sefer Torah also is a, is a Zach. You have to be Machab of the Sefer Torah. Yom Kippur, it says in the original halachas of Sefer Torah from Yom Kippur, that if they, uh, they have a psul in the Sefer Torah, you continue reading Baal because it's disrespectful to take out another Sefer Torah. So even if that's not exactly how we fear uh, today in show, but you see this idea that you have to be mechaber sefer teira, you have to be sensitive to its honor. It says that stuff go over there. The sefer teira is open. There's a specific situation, but here, if you just put it away, you never use it again. That's not disrespectful. And then he says, I had another gedank that chalila to be machmer. Why? Because this is not the only thing the sefer writes. What else does a sefer write besides stam? A sefer writes or may write, Gitten. And this cipher, he says, 
has, uh, has written many gitten. Sai, uh, my presence, Sai, the Rabbanim before me, where the Sefer has been around for a very long time. And there's already a Xerah from Rabbeinu Tam, that you know, we might see laws and again after it's given. And he says, in this case, it's been 36 years that the Sefer has been uh, writing. This has uh, been going on for a very, very, very long time. The Mafreya here is a big window. So he's been writing Gitten, Lekama Vekama Anoshim Le'ein Misper for 36 years or around 36 years. And if I say, we say that the Sifri Teira, Lemafre, our apostle, so why stop at the Sifri Teira? How, stop? How can you stop at the Sifri Teira? Well, the Gitten have to, have, to, have to be apostle because that's also the din in Evanaz, it's in Kufaf Gemel. He says, ah, we talk to see, Chachamim said, not to be, uh, not to be Maitzi Laz. You see that there's a big sensitivity here. So, if I can't be Maitzi Laz directly on the Gitten, by being going as a Sefer Teira, isn't that also being Maitzi Laz? They see you're putting away the Sefer Teira, no. Everyone asks, okay, so what about all the Gitten? And everyone's going to start looking around, okay, who in this town got a get in the last 36 years? Uh, and then who got remarried? So, oh, Mamzerim, it's, it's terrible. I can be mechalak that there's a difference between the problem with a sefer Torah shekosvimin and a get shekosvimin. Sefer Torah shekosvimin, it's like hapech the call in a sefer Torah that it's written by an apikaris who doesn't believe. By a get, it's not the same word. The, the word by a get is that's the felt in the lishma. That's really the problem. So he says, Ayoyes, the state that you're supposed to say shekosiv lishmoi. So after what we can zogin the leosi machshavam avat ladiber. Sefer Kol Sayif. He said ladiber. Shmai, and you know, whatever his machshavis of minas are, maybe can't be mevatal. But, he claims is worse than a get shakosvei goy. So, what's going to be? And how can you separate the sifritayr from the gitten? So, that was his big, big question. So, he's saying that in the get, well, in Ken Zogen, that uh, the problem is just the shmai. And the Bazoi, if he said Lishma aloud, then maybe you can say that the Machshava isn't Mavatul Adibur. That would be his own Svarah if he was making it up. The Maisa says in Shachanayach that the Gat Shakasvimin is possible. So he didn't want to go with that Svarah, but he had the Svarah that maybe doesn't, uh, not so bad. Because this is Minig, meaning originally, Lavdafka doesn't say in Gemara you have to say it aloud. It happens to be that, uh, I think, it happens to be that you say it aloud, so. Anyway. By the way, as I was looking through this, I was thinking that something about this sounds familiar. And then I realized, hopped, that this is really very much relating to the topic that was discussed, I believe, last year. There was a big author whose name got suddenly dragged uh, very, very much into the mud. Big, big scandal, everyone was talking about it, and the question was, can you read his books or not? And that was a topic we discussed. And this is taka, one of the issues that comes up in this context. Not obviously not the same as a, whether a safe is kosher or getting our kosher or not, but this idea. If he turns out to be no good, how far back do I have to decide now that he's been like this all along? Maybe I should just, uh, you know, even if I want to pass him and ask him, maybe it just is chal from now on and not in the past. So we might get back to that at the end if we time ourselves right. So the Tshuva Ruchayim Kohen is, he writes, Gavre Rabba, Shel Ke'inyan, etc. Rabbi Hirsch. So in response to your question, the Sefer Stam, Shenizrika, by Minus, and now you have the Shaila Lechera, you can't say it all started now, really, you have to say it's been 
work in, pro, in, in, in progress. It's been happening over time. It's like a mikveh. So Zoktub Chaim Koyen, the Inim Ovad, the Zahi Svaras Kvaytirasi Atzma, Viloy Nimtsa Bishum Paisek. He says, You just made that up, doesn't say that anywhere, which is because even though I said the Pirim Magadim was printed later, but he's quoting the Tavur Ashar. The Tavur Ashar was printed in 1733, uh, a bit earlier. Not that much earlier. So I don't know. Uh, is this just an oversight, or it's close enough in time? Or maybe there's some other Hasbro. He says, You just came up with that. And especially to pass the Sefer Torah and Tefillin Mezuzos, umi yuchol lechavin das shaitim em iskalkelim at maat or ipisayim haed baalim. How who's to say how the shaitim operates? Uh, you're so certain that it always is a, pro- a work in progress. Maybe not. Maybe overnight he uh, went nuts. So he's not even convinced by the the psychology of it, by the by the premise. But anyway, balav hachi achin mechila v'kvei terasei ze'enai. And he starts getting into a bit of the halacha of the mikveh. And try to be makatsa here without getting too the, tied down into the sugya, but the Gemara says that in some cases by the mikveh we ask for the mafreya. But when a woman does taris and she turns out to be tamil, we don't, uh, we don't, we don't, we So Gemara says, by the mikveh this tartal is Side the mikveh is no good, and side the person was tarifling was already tamil. Mashenkin with the woman is chadal Maybe it's that simple. You have to have tartalereyesa to have the din mikveh. Here is only a chadalereyesa. Just one thing: that is he a min or not? When did he become a min? So we're not going to come and say that. Oh, it's been happening over time. The same way we don't say that the woman became tamay a while ago. He says, oh, maybe you'll say fakart because Rashi over there also mentions that ubetaris lemeshkachas reisa chriti. Rashi seems to emphasize that part of the word by the woman is that the taris have a cheskas tara. Say Bazoi, maybe Dafka there we have a Cheskas Tara counterweighing against the, the Tumah. So it's not just you have a Chadalares and not a Tartalares. You need to have a Chadalares and a Cheskas Tara of something there. And over here, there, there is no Chazaka to, to, to speak of. So Bazoi, even the Chadalares, uh, maybe Taka, it's Bama'at Ma'at. So you can almost look at it as like, uh, you know, Lamdish together, whether it's Bama'at Ma'at or not. He says, no, that's not the, the pshat, that's not the pshitas of Gemara. And Rashi, you just added, Laravcha de Milsa. And Bechlal, uh, you can see clearly in the Gemara there that uh, Gemara uses it uh, in other cases, seemingly, where it looks like there's just a Chad Laresa without a Chazaka. Gabitaras. And, and when the Tomei travels in the mikveh, it's Tartal So the mikveh right now is no good, and he's already Tomei. by the woman, there are two things there, the woman and the Taras. So the question was, how are we looking at it? Are we saying it's because there's only Chad and not two, or are we saying because it's Chad and the other thing, Dafka Rechazka's Tara? Unlike the man in the mikveh who has a cheskas So he's trying to argue that it's just the chad it doesn't matter whether there's a cheskas In this case, there's, there's one question, there aren't two questions. The person and the sifrei are all one big question. There's no chazaka against the reyesa. So he wants to argue that the chad is enough. So he says, talking to the Gemara, it's not only the taras, but it's also the baila. The Baila, what's the, there's no cheskas tara of Baila, it's just, there's a single question here, whether or not uh, she was Tommy or not. 
And from the Gemara Kumtois, even by Bile, we would also say that uh, we assume that she was tar. So we see that it's just the the uh, the absence of a tar to And then he brings a raya from a Mordechai in Chulin regarding Gvinois. You make Gvinois from a behema, and then it turns out to be Trefa. So Shaita Mordechai, Veri, Hitim, Mishim, Damrinon, Behema, Bechayeha, Becheskas, Heter, Emedes. Tama Behema, that's alive, we assume it's Becheskas, Heter. Right? We, obviously, when we milk a cow, we take cheese from a cow, no one's checking the cow, right? We shak the cow, we start checking to see if there's trefus. Um, the cow's alive, no one's checking anything, right? Obviously, that's clearly how we operate, that we assume it's Bechaskas Hatta. So, Abazai, now that it did, did turn out to be Tref, it wasn't Tref at that time, it just became Tref now, so it's Tref from now on. And the Mordechai says, and it's not like the mikveh that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He says clearly that the word is there, that there's tartalereza, and wherever there's no tartalereza, like gvinus or behema shnitrefa, it's fine. So this proves my avana, he says, that that's all you need. He says, ah, there's a huge taz in Simon Aleph's of Cotton Vav about a shaykhit who they, they check him and he doesn't know his stuff, which touches on the same issue. And he quotes there from the Mardchai B'Shem Ri Kultsuf, which apparently it's really Kaltsoin, uh, one of the Baliyatoisvis, Yosef Kaltsoin. And the taz quotes the Mardchai as saying, that B'Shem Ri Kultsuf, Kaltsoin, Kivan the Efshir Leimar, so he quotes the Mordechai saying the opposite, that we are Aslam Afreya. So the Chaim Koyen, there must be a Tos and a Taz, because you look in the Mordechai, it says, very hitir, the Chaim Kosov Maram Lahatar, Beshem Rabbah, Mishum Rikul Tzuf, Kotzon, Mishum Dleshayach Gabe Behema, Torah Vasoi, Kamei Gabe Mikveh, Chosor Vasoi. Literally the opposite of the way the Taz quoted it. Bazoi, you have to be Magia the Taz. He says, and even if you're going to tell me that the Taz had a different Mordechai, and the Taz's Mordechai stayed for Kert, and there's no Taz safer in the Taz, because we don't hold that way. We hold, in Simon Pe'alef, we pass on the Kabbinah Shimshin, that we follow the Chazaka and Shilos of Kashros. And even in cases where you wouldn't necessarily follow a Chazaka, but here's a Chazaka de Asya, Mikoyach Ruba, the Rei Behemis Kshayda saying, you're taking this Rav. This, maybe we touched on this early last year. Benegaya Tzedek was talking about vaccines and cowpox and animals uh, being diseased. This is idea, right? Behemoth Kshayda saying, and building a chazaka on that. So that's a very powerful chazaka. So, that's the Allah that we go with. So, even if the Taz has a different Mordechai, but we're going to go with our Mordechai and our Psak. The Taz Takarakasha and the Aguda, one of the Sifri Allah of the Rishainim, Ashkenaz, that the Aguda wrote, the Shaykh Shinim Sushaini Yedeya, we talk as he also said, Amrinan Bey Hashta, who they said that the problem started now. He didn't, he wasn't always ignorant, he must have just forgotten it now. And the Taz Takas, Maishnami Mikveh, the Khair, he also forgets slowly, Shikhas Allah, is Bama Ma'at. That means this has been going on for a long time, he's already been forgetting for a long time. And Zakta Bukhaim Koyan, I need a diet to the Kashemidi. We paskin, could be this different shittas. We paskin by Behema, that Mizaganish Chosrava. So we don't say uh, that the Behema was in a 
the process of becoming treif. The same goes for a shaykhet. We don't say he was in the process of forgetting, because there's also a chazaka of raiv, the raiv mitzvinet, so shkitim mumkumhein. So there's chazaka, raiv shaykhtim, know their stuff. Chazaka, raiv behemis are not treif. And now back to here. So what would we say? How would, that, how would we apply this discussion back to here? Now that we turn this question of does an apokaitis become an apokaitis or not into like a halachic discussion that applies to a mikvah, applies to a behemoth, applies to a shaykhit. So what would we compare it to? Ramon, Simon Payalif, comes to Gvinus, says, halach lamaisa, that there's a three-day window. You say that maybe it was the last three days that were no good, but not before that. So, what would be the equivalent in this scenario? But in the Dan, we should be going as the Sifrit Torah that he wrote after the Adam heard him say something that you say is at Varminus. That would be like the cheese that was done within the last three days. But whatever he wrote, and it sounds like that was very recent, so whatever he wrote for all the years before that, Mutter Lukrisbam, you can keep all of those Sifrit Torah. The film is even more, even more of a hatter. Because he says, we don't really know who wrote what. Everyone's buying and selling and sourcing from different people. And even if you bought it directly from him, Lavdafka, he says, it's interesting, you, know, you see it today, I guess, and uh, how the softest market works. But even in the 1760s, he says, He's not the one usually writing it. The Seifrim work on the big projects, and they have others working on the smaller stuff. So, that's, uh, you already have Trey Roba. Rave stuff are, are not even his. So, Abazai, you can even be machshit filling mezuzas from after you heard what you heard, because you don't know, but Pasha said it's from him. Then he gets to the get thing, and he says, actually, he says he disagrees. Right? The, the, the Shoyal brought this whole shash, and if we do passle something, that doesn't mean we're passling Gitten. So he says, Gerade uh, nicht. See? Okay, we're going to have to be Makatsar a bit, but uh, one point he makes in response is that you wrote that a uh, get was written by a min is worse than a get written by a guy. He says, no, that's not true. When it says that a uh, min is worse than a guy, sometimes this is confusion. I didn't check to see whether uh, this is the case here, but we'll see. Sometimes when it says a min, Rashi says it's referring to the Kaimre Avedizara. Sounds like the Goyim. Sometimes when it says a min, Rashi explains it's referring to Yidin, not Pekarsin. Sometimes there's confusion, and you don't know if there's censorship involved or not. So he says that when it says that a min is worse than a guy, it means a guy who's a min. And Ebazai, the guy is Lav B'nei Krisus, who doesn't have a Shaykhus Bechal to, to Dine Krisus, to Dine Gitten. But Kat Halalu, the Frankistan, they're still B'nei Krisus, no, no, they're still Shaykh to Ilchus Gitten. So Ebazai, it's, uh, it's just the din of a mum or not the din of a min. And then he's been signed to a very, very interesting mocker. I've seen it before. Beis Yosef and Semen Kufiyotas, who quotes from Rabbeinu Yoyna, Shashalom Echach Mitzarfas. The other point that he made was that by get, is a sfex fake. By sefer teir, it's just a sophic, whether he was kosher or not. By get, he says, that in the Nesakalim Kumtois, that if there's another year that's Oymen al Gabov, it could be it's okay. So there's a double sophic by Gitten as well. That's why he didn't think that the Gitten is the bigger problem. So he says, you could be machber by sefer and be makel by Gitten. 
and it won't be Mitzi Shem Pasla Gitten because by Gitten there are Benekrisus, there's Al Gabov. It's not it's not as bad. See, Bashit completely doesn't accept the premise that uh, Gitten would be worse. And then he quotes this interesting uh, vart that the Bishayser brings in Simkufitas. You have a year of Meshumet, and he's traveling from place to place. And when he comes to one city of Goyim, he tells them, I'm a Meshumet, I'm one of you. Then when he comes to Yiddish Ashtatol, he goes to the Yid and says, I'm a Yid, I'm one of you. What's the din? What's the gather? So the why is he saying it? He's just trying to get the benefits of claiming that he is one. But he doesn't really believe it. He tells us he's a yid who that's what he really that's when he really means it. This is for real. Logically, if I'm not sure if it's this or that, I should just assume that he's a maimon. Huh? No, we we don't know. He just goes around. No one knows his backstory. If it was Shtamir, that would be a different din. Or if it was Mechal Shabbos in front of us, that would be a different din. As he goes on to say, if he's a Mumel Mechal Shabbos, all we know about this guy is when he comes here, he says he's a Meshumah. When he comes here, he says he's a Yid. So it's all the information you have to go by. So he said this. He said his word against his own word. So, so yeah, th- this is a very interesting marker that seemingly has, and other points that I want to get to later as well, that can have ramifications for how you look at uh, a Yid who's in a gray area. Then he mentions uh, another uh, hatter for a Sefer Torah. Okay. Cut it short. Kupanem. So he was willing to go as far as saying maybe even there's a Svek Sveka, just like there's a Svek Sveka by Gittin, could be also a Svek Sveka by Atayra. Then he ends up saying, Alpha Bikandina Lea's Dieti shall say, Fatayra Shinichtav Shaachriza Shamimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
And the first one that he quotes, Taka, is this one. But then he points out that there are another three. They're all in even more... He's a famous, somewhat famous individual. The, the Shut is a bit more obscure. And uh, these other Shal Shachivas are also fairly obscure. One of them is called Sefer Koyach Shur by Rabbi Yitzchak Shur. It's printed uh, many years later in Kolomaya and Tafish Memchas. Uh, we don't have that much time to go through. It's cute. It's in the year, I believe, I think, year today, Similam and Alf, definitely Similam and Alf. And uh, his Einikel or Einikel that printed it has this whole cute Hakdama explaining, gives a whole story of Katshab Tzvi and Baruchia of Saloniki and uh, yeah, Jacob Frank, a very, uh, gives a very exciting version of the story. So also you can understand the, the Shaila. And then Similam and Alf, the Mechaber says that there was a Sefer Torah written by a certain sinful uh, individual. He seems to be saying his name was Yehuda. Uh, a lot of interesting, cute lashonos and litzas here, and he's from Minhaminin Aruchem Achad Hevel Shal Hamesus Vamidiach Baruchia Misalaniki Shchitamia Shuhumenam for Samois Lebali Mada Tarmus Libam. So Baruchia Misalaniki was taka also a very radical, extreme leader of. Uh, the Shabbos Tzvinikas back in, uh, in Turkey and in Greece. And um, Frank, at least I didn't go and triple check whether this is true. He, he claims that Frank was Mamesh a Talmud uh, directly of him. But he, you look him up, he's like the head of the Dunma. He was, a head, he was the head of the Jews who were uh, acting as Muslims. Um, so he's definitely a major character. So this individual, uh, I don't know, I don't, it's not clear where this was. And it says he was a Rav in... in uh, Gvozditz, uh, could be Taka somewhere in, in the shtetl in Poland. It goes into this whole arichas about how everyone was using the Sefer Torah and the Dafka weren't asking any questions. And he came and he was being ma'ayder. That's Taka problem. Do you have to burn it? Then he goes off into a whole discussion. We don't have time to go through all of these. Uh, so starts off by saying you should burn it. Then ultimately he says to be going is it? But he's pretty, pretty has some pretty strong feelings about that. Another Shuvah he's been to is actually very fascinating for a similar reason to the quote we saw before from Rabbeinu uh, Yoyna. Shaos Shuvah's parash is Benet. He's actually from Moravia. So either he's referring to the Frankists that were there or he's being asked about something in Poland. So Mardcha Benet is more famous. The Shut parash is Mardcha I think is a bit less so. It was printed many years later as well in Tafresh Memtas. And in Yerda Dea Simon Vav he has this question, and a few par- paragraphs in, he's mugged the question like this. But in the Daniel Shlachker, the Lachari Yishkan Gimel Drada de Yisura. Number one, it's such a Katma Minin, but it's whatever they believe. Shema Bechlal Evdeve de Zari Yachashvu, meaning. There's a question, Gufa, how should we regard, how should we classify their beliefs? So should we classify them as Ebed Ebed Zara? If we take whatever we has to say about the topic, there is certainly Ebed Ebed Zara. I don't know if that's always the best uh, source of information. Obviously, Yaakov was a big kanoi against uh, Sham, you know, the Mamine Shabbat Tzvi. He was a Sebastian hunter, as we know. So if you go with that, so the Mama Shavit the Zarn, a man, it's a Sefer Toshikos for a man. Number two, if he's not a man, it's at least it's a Mumma Lakalatayra. Again, based on their behavior, they're being over on Kolmini Averis, so they're a Mumma Lakalatayra. And number three is the Pasha, there's no Lishma. And he has a whole discussion, and he comes and he makes a very, very, very interesting claim. He comes and he says that, in his opinion, 
a man is only an Ovid of a Dezor Lahachis. So he says, Rebazoyim came in Nindidan, Shiyudua, Shiyikr Tausam, Kadilahatil Hem Arayas Kanaida, that the whole premise, the whole basis of being a Frankist is to be Mater Arayas, they were running over in Ashes Ish, etc. Kanaida, my for some in Hagayim, everyone knows that's the most infamous of what they do. So Rebazoyim, I have a Lerakla Tayovin. So Rebazoyim, I have a Lerakla Machshaftoi, of a Dezara, Achiyu Adukumba. So he makes this very, very interesting claim that they're Bechlan, not a min. And Yari, when he summarizes this tshuva, doesn't even mention this uh, major point that is made deep within the tshuva. Ebazoi, like I said, you can connect it perhaps to this Vart of Chach Mitzarfas, that there's a musik of being malamit schos. A person is, is saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, but you still have a, a, a range of ways of processing what the meaning is, what the person really believes. And perhaps you can connect it to discussions today as well about people who believe something or say they don't believe something. Do they really believe what they say they believe? Do they really not believe what they say they don't believe? Or can we say sometimes that it's, ah, it's Latayavin, it's a tire, it's referring their behavior. And I think there's a big yusayda. It's come up in other variations. I mentioned before there's a whole debate till today about Christianity and Shituf. And uh, sometimes in these conversations, you have the, those that are being like, Malamed Tzchus, that, oh, what if you explain Christianity in a way where it doesn't sound so bad? So you, you see from Yishayim at the Skasa, that we're not being Malamed Tzchus when it comes to Nazrim. We take them at their word, we give the worst possible interpretation, because that's the standard we hold them to. Ma'ashayinkin, when you're dealing with the Yid, at least in some cases, according to some Paiskim, we could go out of our way. If you really want to be creative with it, you can uh, read different meanings into what they're saying. You can give the most charitable meaning and interpretation to what they're saying. So you see this with uh, the Chachmit Sarfas, you see this here with the Remart Chabinet that says you have a Frankist and ah, he's, he doesn't really believe in all that stuff. He just wants the Averis. He wants the, the Heter of Arias. So I think that's very interesting. And uh, one more mockery has is Sefer Eila Shmuel, another obscure Sefer, I would say, but we don't have time to get into that. I just want to mention at the end that mentioned last year there was this whole discussion about an author who goes off. So one of the sources that uh, gets mentioned in this discussion, I think Rabbi Brian, when he wrote about it, and he also was fairly lenient in that particular case, it seemed, unlike other things where he uh, seems more machmer. So one of the Makaitis, I think, Rabbi Brian's been signed to was an article by Yaakov Shmuel Spiegel in a, a, a book called Mo'edis Lihuda. He has a chapter there. How is Elisha ben Avir mentioned in Mishnayis? And Bechlal, how do we look at a Sefer where the Mechaber went to Tar So, long, long article, very interesting. Uh, Rabbi Brian clearly uh, relied on it, used it uh, for his research. Um, so one of the things that he mentions is that in Oitzer Agdoilem, was put out a few decades ago, he has an entry for Yeshua Halarki. Yeshua Halarki was originally a Rav in Spain, and then he became a Shumid, but for real, he really uh, became a Sayyidi Yisrael. So Oitzer Agdoilem gave him an entry. And the Kleisenberger uh, wrote to him and said, I don't, I'm not masking him, you put an entry in for Yeshua Halarki. Uh, once he is Nishtamid, because you say, well, he was a Rav originally, he was Mechavar's form originally. Once he was Nishtamid, Nimtza Shehoyataya al So that means that everything all, all along was, uh, was no good. So he doesn't get the credit for the time that he was uh, Chashim. 
So uh, Spiegel Taka continues and says that uh, this is question. Do you look at uh, if someone is problematic? Do we look at it as a sudden thing, or we say that it was mafre? And in this context, he quotes the shiur from Chaim Cohen. He, he quotes the Eilat Shmuel. He's also assigned to another shiva that uh, Yari missed. Shiva Meava, Lazar Fleckles, Talmud Nedav Yehuda, also in Moravia, and they describe how they, they, there was someone who was suspected of being from the cat, and then they discovered that it's for real. And he's very very machmer because uh, the the, the Frankisten in Prague were a major, major headache to those who know the history. So uh, he's coming from there. He also describes that they opened their tefillin and they found mamish like drawings of Shabbat Tzvi in the tefillin. So clearly you see that their whole, uh, even the way they interact with the Eivishter is completely tainted. So uh, all the Seamus they write, everything is not Lafi uh, Yiddishkeit. Obviously that extreme version doesn't necessarily apply to every single other person who had a Shaykhis to this. You can't always compare and equate. Um, but I'll compare him points out there's an Arach HaShulchan, the Arach HaShulchan says when you have a Sefer Torah, Shekas of Imin, so really, you can say Arach HaShulchan until now. Arach HaShulchan says, B'dereinu, B'dar HaParotz, so a lot of people were going off the day at the time of Arach HaShulchan, so if you see the guy went off, you should probably assume that he was uh, Kalia before. But as Spiegel summarizes, what we really see here is that there is no clear cut, there is no one rule, and it depends on the context, it depends on a lot of factors, so... This is uh, at least uh, food for thought, like I said, in today's context where these people believe this, these people don't believe that, there's a lot more uh, nuance and subtlety to uh, how one might go about thinking about this question. Have a good Shabbos.